0: The Watch is the latest and the greatest in pop culture from best friends Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. Join them as they discuss TV, movies, music, and much more. Check out The Watch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm joined today by Mike Johnson. Mike, hello.
1: (laughs) Hello there. How are you today?
0: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. It's a pretty awesome day. No more snow is in Texas. We got our heat back on, our water, electricity, so it's great.
0: Um, There's a lot to discuss. Let's start with that, though. How was your Texas crisis experience? I mean, it seemed so horrible. Um, I did follow along a little bit on Instagram with you. But like, what was that like?
1: Compared to our brothers and sisters up north, it was like, you know, a cakewalk. But for us here in Texas and like the infrastructure not being sustainable for it, it was kind of bad. It was, we had, I actually, my roommate and I had some uh, family and friends over. Uh, We had a full house.
0: Is your roommate Connor? Yes. Okay. So you could just say my roommate Connor, who you're familiar with from The Bachelorette.
1: (laughs) Yeah, my roommate Connor, who you may be familiar with from The Bachelorette.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I went to um Bachelor Live on stage and he was like the guy when I yes. went to it. Yeah, he
1: was the bachelor. Yeah. definitely so. Uh that was in LA, right? hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh I wish I would have been able to attend one, but you know, it, COVID happened like right afterwards.
0: Yeah, that was like the last thing that I went to before COVID essentially. And it and it was fun, honestly. I had a good time. The afterwards, women were just like all over him wanted to meet him so i, I didn't get a chance to. Uh, unfortunately that,
1: that, that happens every single day
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's it like for you guys when you go outside do people still stop you a lot
1: every single day oh <laughs> um whether we're together or separate but when we're together it's really noticeable because we're really tall
0: mm-hmm. and, and how tall like, are you
1: i'm i i say i'm 6 5 on a good day when i'm with connor uh <laughs> he's 6 6 and when we're together, we're just taller than everybody. So they already look. And then they're like, hold up. I know one of those guys. And then it's just crazy.
0: And then they're like, oh, I know both of you.
1: Yeah. And then Who it's gets just stopped wild.
0: more? You or him?
1: Uh, it depends. on. It really, Connor and I are so good at knowing our location and knowing where we are. It depends on where we are. Like, if we're in a really bougie area, Connor will get stopped more.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And if we're
1: not in a really, really bougie area, I'll probably get stopped more.
0: Okay. Um. There's that <laughs> really bougie mall in austin that i once had to go to because i lost my phone in austin one night i won't get into the details i also could <laughs> <laughs> and i was like
1: what street were you on i <laughs> don't
0: even i was like the last i think the last from street i remember is 6th street and it was like oh, a speakeasy go. yeah and i lost my phone and the next morning i woke up I used my iPad to get an Uber and I was like, I have oh to God. get a phone immediately. Went to that really bougie mall in Austin that's like has like some the, name, like the woods or the, the domain. Cat, the domain. That's what it okay. is. Yes. Domain, yes. That's, what nice. of, that's what I think. That's what I think of when I think of bougie Austin. Um Mike, while you are on this podcast, I just need to apologize to you because I think it was two years ago. We were around this time, or you know, a little bit later in the year we were discussing who should be the next bachelor. And there was a very vocal pro Mike Johnson movement that obviously was not um, heated by the ABC and the powers that be. And I was not a part of it. And I just I just <laughs> can't go any further without telling you and apologizing. Peter season was not that good or he wasn't. that. I mean, it was entertaining, but he wasn't like a great bachelor. And I'm really sorry that I didn't support you for being the bachelor. And I just like, I had to be upfront about it.
1: <laughs> a few things. One, don't be apologetic. I'm not, you know, everyone's coming to you. It's perfectly fine. It was who, not
0: personal. Uh, it was nothing personal at all.
1: Absolutely, Of course not. I, I, <laughs> I think Lauren Zima asked me who I think should be the bachelor. And I said, Peter. So, I mean, even if I said it, it you know, it's no big deal. Who did you want to be the bachelor? Of?
0: Um, I didn't really know. I thought Peter was kind of a good idea. I thought the pilot thing could have been more interesting than it yeah. was. I didn't want Tyler to be it. Cause I had a crush on him and I was like, well, I can't <laughs> have my crush be the bachelor. Um, Plus, I just thought that, like, also, I think at the time he was dating Gigi Hadid, so I was like, I don't, I don't think that will work out. Um, and then what Jed was, was a was, no.
1: Jed, yeah, Jed was a no because uh, because he, you know, yeah,
0: <laughs> so many issues. Uh, Jed's Jed's ex is dating Hannah's brother now. Apparently,
1: I heard about that. Like, I I was just like, what? Like when I heard that, I was like, this is the thing. How how? I, it just it's I was, so like, weird. I was, yeah, I was like, "What? That of all the people in the world?" Okay,
0: <laughs> it's so weird. It's also just like, yeah. is that for clout? Like, why do you do that?
1: Uh, I don't think it's for clout. Okay. I don't think it's for clout. Yeah, okay. I, I I hope that no one ever dates someone for clout. I truly do. Of
0: course, yeah, of course. I hope that too, but unfortunately, I think it does it, happen.
1: It, it, it happens every single day. It definitely does. Why? Why? Can you tell me, like, what was your thing for me not to be the bachelor? Was I too much of a, a bully? No.
0: Like Were mean? you a bully? No way. I don't even oh, remember I mean,
1: that. Some people say that. I don't think I was, but yeah. Everyone With has their With opinions. Luke P?
0: Yeah. No, he sucks. I mean, I don't know. He, I didn't like him either. She asked him to leave and he wouldn't leave. I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's crazy behavior. Um <laughs> why didn't I want you to be bachelor? Honestly, it was such a wrong take that I don't even remember what my opinion. Like, I can't even like defend it at the, t- at this point. I think it's because I felt like we didn't like know you enough based on the show because that's, no,
1: that's definitely fair. And I, I, think, I, I agree with that.
0: I, and I just think that like, I, I was just like, I don't know that much about Mike. I didn't get yeah, like, I wasn't like, let's get him for 12 episodes, but it was, it was the wrong opinion. And I just wanted, I wanted to tell you.
1: No, you're perfectly fine. I really appreciate it. I think that on the show, all you saw, all you saw from me was a big ass smile. Right. Yeah. And I have so much more to offer and so much more to give. So I, that's a that's a fair take. Nothing wrong with that at all.
0: Did you want to be the bachelor?
1: Uh after, like quite honest, this is real. Like after the audience was like, yo, Mike for Bachelor, Mike for Bachelor, after Peter got it, then I was like, okay, I can see myself being the bachelor. <laughs> and then uh, after Matt got it, I was like, "Okay, it ain't gonna happen."
0: <laughs> Did they talk to you when they were before they picked Matt? Like, were you back in the mix? Nope. Interesting. How was your paradise experience?
1: Uh, pa- pa- I don't think paradise is for me. I again going back to like chasing cloud and trying to get with somebody just you know for some IG follows or whatever. That's not. That's really not where my heart is at. And I mean, I think that I was talking about I was talking about this with one of the homies the other day. That as a fan and as an audience member, it's automatically assumed that you're going to like almost every single body on the paradise, right? Mm-hmm. And I could like somebody from a friends aspect, but I don't. That doesn't mean I like them romantically,
0: right? Yeah, of course.
1: And so I think that's yeah. It's kind of hard to like when you, if you get there and you're like, damn, well I don't like her romantically or her romantically. What do I do? <laughs>
0: And so you and Sydney kept giving each other roses. I think she's dating someone now, which I was happy to see if she's happy. Yeah,
1: Sydney is you know in a beautiful, happy relationship now.
0: She's been on the pod twice. I like her a lot. I'm a Sydney fan. Yeah. Um, now, Sydney's
1: dope. I call her a diamond.
0: <laughs> What's that? Why, why do you call her a diamond?
1: I said, and I, she'll she'll know this to be true. I say that Sydney is uh, incredibly gorgeous. She's uh, hard on the exterior, mm. but uh, she, sign, she shines like a diamond.
0: Mm. I like that. I think one thing that I said a lot about you while you were on Hannah's season was I was like he keeps calling her his queen, her queen, his queen. And I was like, why? I was just like, what does he know about her?
1: <laughs> <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> so, so like, can we talk about that
0: for a second? Yeah, like, I'd love to. You
1: you it's it's fair you could say that, right? But then I'm like, why do people get all why do people cry the first night or why do people right. cry the second night? Like, so when I hear that, I'm like why if I was the, even if I were the bachelor I'm like, why is this girl crying over me she don't even know my middle name
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is your middle name I don't have one. <laughs> Oh wow wow, interesting huh okay we'll come back just, to that later
1: yeah, just Michael Mike Johnson, Johnson yeah Mike Johnson
0: <laughs> interesting did you ever think about giving yourself a middle name because I had a friend in high school who didn't have one and we just like made one up for her
1: seriously yes Talia Ooh.
0: Quincy Shawnee.
1: wait Quincy is the middle name yep Quincy I like it my middle name would be, uh, Jim <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's really long, man. I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> um, but that I think that's like an interesting, like, I feel like you're very practical already. Like I, I now I feel like, yes, you actually might've been like very interesting as a bachelor because these are like really practical qualms and concerns. You're like, yeah, I get to the beach. I'm not really that into any of these women. What am I supposed to do? And I agree yeah. with you. Like, why do people cry on the first night? Like, you know, it, why did you go on it then? Cause it sounds like you're a fairly practical dater.
1: I, th- I think I'm extremely practical to be quite honest. Um, uh, I, my dad was really big into like, he was like, bro, you know, you older. and he was trying to get <laughs> me to do all these dating apps and stuff. I did the dating apps. Uh, wasn't really with the dating apps. And, you know, I was, I was in San Antonio. I was going on dates and stuff, but I think that I, it's not that I can't find a woman. It's just that I have, uh, I, I guess a certain standard, which I think that we all have standards and some people's standards are lower than others and higher than others, whatever it may be. And so my homeboy literally just sent me an audition. He sent me like a the audition link and was like, hey, try this out. And mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, it ain't gonna hurt. I didn't look at it from like a, a TV thing. I was like, I mean, literally, and I don't even know if people even believe when I say this, but I, I can't emphasize it enough. My process was like, Damn, if she's the bachelorette, like she must be like one of the best women in America, you know, to go through all <laughs> the catch. processes. Sure. Like that that was my pro- that was like my mind process. Like, when you don't watch the show, to me, that was practical thinking. I'm like, wow, if you're the bachelor, the bachelorette, you must be she's like It's
0: gotta be special.
1: Yeah, you're a super catch, you know.
0: Yeah, that's funny. That that's <laughs> that's really funny. So you didn't watch the show? No. Do you watch Are it now? Seen...
1: <laughs> it's not my number one show. <laughs> no. Are you watching this season? of uh, not entirely i didn't even watch my own season entirely though even when i was on tv i didn't even watch the show so
0: do you watch, watch tv yeah
1: definitely i watch what like you,
0: what do you watch oh
1: have you seen sinners
0: with you jessica know, bill um my mom watched that when it was on like tbs or whatever channel uh, was on so i know it's good i've heard and now it's like really popular on netflix it keeps being served to me on my home screen but i haven't i haven't sure. dived in yet
1: well i would say season one to me is the best Mm-hmm. You go season one, three, then two, right? Okay. So, I watched that. Um I just watched. I care a lot on Netflix.
0: Oh, I heard that's good.
1: That's great. You got to check it good. out.
0: Um, have you watched Behind Her Eyes? No. That's also on Netflix. It's wow, look, at, look at you. It's I <laughs> watched Mike. I have no life. All I do is watch television. Um, I. <laughs> Loved it! It's the fucking craziest thing I've seen in quite some time. I feel like based on The Sinner, and I care a lot, you'll be into it, and like you have to watch the whole thing, and then hit okay. me up so we can talk about the ending.
1: I 100 will. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm looking it up. <laughs> Thank you. This, for is, that.
0: this is the second time in our 15 minutes on Zoom that you've looked something up while I've mentioned it, and I have to say, <laughs> I love it. It's great. I like the research. <laughs> uh,
1: I really do. Like, if you look behind, I'm an avid reader, right? So
0: nice. Me I too. Have, what are you reading?
1: I books. This right here is a book called The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty by Anne Rice. It's like an erotica. Yeah, cool. Um, okay. have.
0: Dude, you're going to love Behind Her Eyes. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> you're like, dude, this is your show.
0: <laughs> it is. It is.
1: I'll I've been trying
0: to talk to everyone about it all week and I'm just like, can people please finish the show? It's only six episodes. Not too much to ask.
1: Oh, so. definitely check it out. There. I actually created a TV show too. What is it's it? A, it's called Amor Sui. It means self-love in Latin because Latin is the root of all languages. And You know, my book, I wrote a book about self-love. And so my TV show I created is about self-love. So I'm just a really busy person. I may not watch TV all the time, but I actually (laughs) created a TV show.
0: Is it scripted? Is it reality? Did you pitch it?
1: No, it's scripted. uh, It's uh, 20 minutes each episode. Cool. That's without commercial. So with be 30-minute episodes, you know, just trying to do big things.
0: You got to get to 22 minutes, I think, for the network.
1: Darn it. Twenty two minutes.
0: Just two more pages. Just a page one page is one minute. So you just write two more pages.
1: It is one page is a minute, definitely.
0: Um that's really cool though. Are you gonna pitch it?
1: Um, I think I might give it out for free and just see what people think and then you know if people like it, I may, you know, actually go harder next time.
0: Wow. Will you shoot yeah. it yourself?
1: No, I had a I hired some homies to do it.
0: Wow. So what you're also you got a Fox show coming up that's a um a food game yes. show, right?
1: Yes, Taste of Fox. It's Taste
0: the a- streaming hilarious. network?
1: It's hilarious. I love it. It's on YouTube.
0: Oh, my God. So how did you get involved with that? You've got a lot going on, man. You are busy.
1: <laughs> you should see my white uh, boy right next to me. It's crazy. Um, I, I just got blessed, to be quite honest. There's no other way to say it. I mean, you know, when you, when you want something so hard, the universe will find a way to give it to you. And I'm a firm believer of that. I don't care how corny it sounds. And so, uh, you know, I have a lot of goals in life. And the way I get there is weird and crazy and wacky, but I love it all the way.
0: So how did you get hooked up with this Fox gig? Do you have an agent?
1: Uh, I do. Um, I do have an agent. But I think that sometimes these people, for like all the listeners, I think like Taste of Fox sought me out. They're like, y'all mm-hmm. want him in comparison to my agent going to them and trying to work the deal. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, of course. That's cool. Yeah. That's how you want it to just, happen. it's true um and then you started doing a pod with um brian rachel's husband brian Abacillo. how's that going
1: talking it out i love it i love that i could be polarizing abrasive at times my voice is not muted and people get to see more about my personality outside of a smile
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: so it's it's really fun
0: how did that come about
1: i remember speaking to one of the execs uh, when i went on rachel's podcast actually uh, uh, this was in 2019 and i was like yo i want a podcast i would love it <laughs> literally that's what i said like right when you started with Allie? yes actually yes this is wow this is this is then good memory
0: Thank
1: and you. we went to lunch it was it's all about network building mm-hmm. it really is it's just network networking i went back to la i hit him up Say, hey let's go to lunch we went to lunch you know 18 months later boom there we go
0: nice that's really that's really cool and like when you first went on the show like were you looking for a change in your career like in addition for looking for you know a wife like yeah. what What? like what did you think would happen after you went on one of the most popular television shows in the country
1: that's so funny you said I was taking a shower this morning thinking about you and that you may ask this question that sounded so wrong <laughs> 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 I said it, I was like Oh god. I was it's
0: saying. all good, man.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Well, I was thinking about doing this interview with you and I was like she's not going to believe this, but literally and it, the reason I say you're not going to believe it because the show is so popular, but I never watched the show. Like No, I, I do believe that. Like I hear, my, it was like that. it wasn't like, a, you know, my thing, so I didn't even know how big the show was until week 4 when we did a rugby date. And there was a thousand girls there screaming, Mike, JBJ, Tyler. And I was like, Oh my God, this is real. Like I didn't <laughs> even know who Chris Harrison was. He walked in. I'm like, what's up, bro? <laughs> like, I was so novice. And I was a, a financial advisor, number one financial advisor. So therefore, I say that because one, I'm proud of it. And two, I was focused on being the greatest F financial advisor in the game.
0: Which company were you with?
1: I was with Northwestern Mutual.
0: Nice. And I
1: mean I uh yeah, I was doing that. I honestly I don't tell many people this, but I was very I almost didn't go on a show. Like uh I kept asking people because I, I just felt one that they wanted want me. Um two, I felt like I'll get cut the first day. <laughs> and then three, when I found out who the lady was, I was like, Well, she even like me. And so mm-hmm. will I even have a chance? And so I was really, really like eight out of ten not going to do the show
0: wow and so, so why did yeah. you decide to do it
1: uh, you know i got a tattoo that says breathe life you know which to me means just live life to the fullest and it was an opportunity it wasn't going to hurt me and it wasn't going to cost me anything so
0: it's true it seem- seems like yeah. it's also great to be a financial advisor because then you can be your own financial advisor and not to pay anyone to do that no one percent uh, fee
1: yeah best believe me i'm, I'm yeah i'm my money's good. <laughs> <laughs> my money is good. Before the show and after. So we're, we're good over here.
0: But that doesn't really answer my question. Like, what did you think was going to happen? You were just like going to go back to, to life after?
1: Yeah, literally. I thought that well, when I tell you how novice I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to show. Just don't get kicked off night one because that's going to be, you know, homies going to talk crap about me. And I'm just going to go back to my job. There's one producer. I'm not going to say his name. He said, Mike, your life's never gonna be the same
0: again.
1: Oh, I, I was like, bro, you tripped and stuff like that. And I would tell him that we still joke about it to this day. We spoke this earlier this week. I just thought I was gonna go back to work, you mm-hmm. know, no big deal. I still, my life is the exact same, except now I have Connor as a roommate because I'm from the show. I still drive the same crappy car, you know, I, I still dress the same. Everything is the same.
0: <laughs> Did you have a roommate before?
1: No, I haven't had a roommate since I was 20.
0: Yeah. Have, yeah. What's it like having a roommate again? I haven't had one in a long time either. I can't imagine going it's, back to
1: it. It's, I ain't gonna lie, it's crazy. Uh, <clears throat> you know, one thing on the show, and in true fashion, I'm a very positive thinking person. And one reason, well, the main reason I ain't gonna lie, was because financially, I was like, "Yo, I want to move to Austin. Austin, too damn expensive." And so yeah. I need a roommate. Yeah. I could afford it by myself, but I just
0: now more than I, ever, people from New yeah, York I, are like moving yeah, there a just, lot. And it's, in it's LA, just wild. Messing it yeah, up. Yeah, it's
1: just wild, y'all. New York or LA or you know, messing it up for us. Right. But that was the number one reason. And number two was I, and again, I don't I, people may or may not believe it. This is just who I am. I was like, I need to, you know, when you're single for so long, you can get stuck in your ways. It's mm-hmm. just a fact. Right. And so I was like, if I have a roommate, this will sh- literally show me some things that I could be better at. Right. Mm. It's show me some things that I could be more patient with because I'm an extremely clean person. I grew up with three ladies went to the military. I'm like super tidy and stuff. My roommate, exact opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Exact opposite, right? You're like, we got to get
0: you in the military to learn some hygiene.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's cool because it helps me to like learn balance and learn and know that everything doesn't have to be my way. You know, I think it's really cool for that aspect.
0: That's awesome. Um. So Connor's messy, huh? Where's he? What does he do? Like leaves the dishes in the sink or doesn't clean the bathroom? Like, what's his what's his worst offense?
1: Well, thank God we have two separate bathrooms because I cannot oh. do it.
0: You guys are uh, balling. Then Two bed, two bath. That's that is expensive, Mike. I don't even I mean, know, but that's a less nice luxury.
1: I've been blessed, you know. Since I've been a financial advisor, <laughs> I take care of myself. You know, uh, I will say my I splurge. I splurge on. Like my living arrangement, but I don't splurge on nothing else. Like some people splurge on their car, some people on clothing, some people on vacation. Me, it's where I live, where I live at.
0: It's the best year possible to splurge on where you live. I mean, how much Say have you been again. home? How too, much have you been home?
1: <laughs> too damn much. <laughs>
0: yeah, seriously. Although in Texas, it's like way more lax. Like, have you traveled at all? It's kind of interesting. Like, if you go to a different state or a different city and you're like, wow, it's really different here.
1: It is so different everywhere. When I was at for Christmas break, I had went to Utah. You know, it was pretty awesome up there. And they looked at us like we were crazy because we had a mask. And I'm like, yeah, y'all don't wear a mask here. I know. But then I go to like, I went to Mexico City and they are 10 times more strict than here in America. Right. Like way stricter. So it's just everywhere you go is just. You kind of just, you know, wear your mask, do your own thing. And people look at you crazy one way or another.
0: It's true. When I see people in packed restaurants, I'm just like, this is nuts to me.
1: Y'all have packed restaurants? No,
0: not in New York, but like uh, I was in Massachusetts and you can okay. eat indoors there. And I was like, okay, you, whatever you, whatever guys do it. <laughs> if you want yeah, to, it's not for me. Uber, but... Uber
1: Eats has been my friend for quite a while now.
0: <laughs> I've been cooking a lot. Um, what do you think about crypto? Are you like, as a financial advisor?
1: Uh, crypto is the future, period. I think that crypto, I'm now looking into uh, NFTs, non-fungible mm-hmm. uh, tokens. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a big thing that I'm looking into now. And IOTA, I'm I'm all over it. DeFi, I'm all over
0: it. It's a it's a it's wide world.
1: Look at this. I'll show you my, my board right here. <laughs> it does say that.
0: It. Wow. Yes, yeah. it does. I'm,
1: I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> like I'm true to form. Everything <laughs> I tell you in my mouth is very true.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Um I'm curious about um, your experience in the Air Force, right?
1: Yeah. Thank you for asking about that.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, that must inform so much of how you view like group experiences the and like just life. Yeah. It's something that I truly can't relate to. It's one of the reasons why I mean, having never been in the military. So I'm just so curious about like how that impacted you, like thinking about growing up, then doing it, and then like life after.
1: So much. I remember when I was, uh, what, 20 years old. I knew that the path that I was going down wasn't the path that I wanted to live. And so I told my uncle, I was like, yo, these are four options I have. He said "He said one thing to me. He was like, what's going to make you a responsible human being first? And I was like, if I go to the Air Force, he was like, well, get your ass out of here go. <laughs> and I left and it literally opened my eyes up so much. I didn't know nothing. All I knew was Dallas, Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm from, my little city, I thought my viewpoint was right. And then when you travel the world and you got, Homies that don't speak your language. Or I remember when I was deployed, my, one of my homies named abid He was a uh, Indian guy. He literally saw his wife, I think, for seven days out of the year, and he sent her money. He worked all the rest of the days of the year, and he sent her money. He was like in a a shack with I think eight other guys. And like then, I have homies that are you know are Qatari millionaires, right? And like your life, you just get to experience so much in different classes and nationalities and races and. It's just a melting pot and you get to learn so much. I love my time there.
0: That's really awesome. How many years of service did you have to do? Uh,
1: I, I did eight altogether. Wow. Did four, yeah, I did four and a half active and then I did three and a half in the guard.
0: Wow. So that's so fascinating. And did you like where yeah. were some of the places that you traveled to, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no. Stationed?
1: I lived a life. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I ain't going lie about it. If I was still in, uh, I would just, I would have stayed overseas my whole time i my first duty station was in uh portugal or mm. you know portugal in a, a small island called uh the azores islands oh
0: my god it's i've always wanted to go there
1: beautiful you have to go yeah
0: you know, like, they've gone there on the bachelor have to before go. that's how that's how i learned about it for, for to begin with See,
1: See you were, <laughs> back when you was watching the bachelor i was living you were you know, there <laughs> I was, yeah this is, i don't watch this show. <laughs> that's I off do the show that of,
0: so that's off the coast of um west africa though right
1: it. I mean, it's literally by itself. Gulf Coast is West Africa, but then also uh, Southwest Portugal. Right, because right, Morocco, Morocco and
0: Portugal are, of course, yeah. across from each other. Northeast New York, Northeast. that's so funny to think about.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's 900 miles away from mainland Portugal.
0: Wow, that's so crazy. Yeah. That's really cool. Portugal's an awesome place.
1: It's so crazy that the bachelor went there. I never in my life knew that until just now, and I was I'm pretty sure stationed. they went
0: there. I'm pretty sure they went. <laughs> that's crazy. If I, if that's I
1: wild.
0: recall correctly, that's really cool. That's Do you speak other languages? Uh,
1: no, not yet. I, 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 mean, I'm. I could talk my way out of something in Spanish, but <laughs> actually, when well, my lease is up this year. I'm going to some Spanish-speaking country to live there for about two to three months, so I can become immersed and learn the language and learn it, a traditional dance.
0: Oh, That's cool. also my board. How, what will Connor do at that point?
1: He's coming too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, maybe we got to get him wiped up before that so he doesn't have to worry. I'm just yeah,
1: joking. Hey, get, get him wiped up. I, I'm just saying, if I go to one of these countries, I may get wiped up myself. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe he will never come back um, on that topic. So you guys, you said you get noticed a lot. I guess you haven't really, uh, maybe you have, but like, what's it like dating after you go on a television show like this?
1: I have dated. I'm, I'm very transparent and honest about it. I, no,
0: I. I mean, in the last year because of COVID, which you pro- maybe you have anyway. But it's harder.
1: I, no, I have. Yeah, I've, I've dated. <laughs>
0: Good job. I've dated t-
1: two people um, exclusively since being off of the show, and you still can do it. Like if you want somebody, you could just make it happen. Like mm-hmm. you know, just it may be harder, which I think is just you know you got to be a bit more creative, but it still can happen.
0: Okay. It's, How did you How did you meet them?
1: I met the, the the first lady that I dated um, at a Tony Robbins event. <laughs> it, that was crazy though. Tony Robbins invited us out. I took me my homeboy. This was crazy talking about dating after the show. I see this girl, she's in line. I'm like, yo, I gotta go holler at her. Right. So I go up to her, you know, she doesn't know who I am, which it's cool. I'm trying to highlight her, like, you know, just Mike Johnson trying to highlight a chick, right? <laughs> and then like dozens of girls run up to me that I know who I am. This girl that I'm trying to highlight has no idea who the hell I am. Dozens of girls run up to me, like circling me, trying to like just get my attention. And I'm like, yo, can I highlight you for a second? I'm sorry. And she's like, yeah, "Where are you, bro? And oh my God. That's dated. really
0: funny. She probably yeah. thought, she probably thought you seemed cooler than maybe you are. I don't know. Because you had all these girls <laughs> coming up to you.
1: <laughs> no, she, the next day, because she actually didn't give me her number. Uh, then the next day at the Tony Robbins event, she was like, um, yeah, I don't think, you know, we would ever be able to talk because like you have too much attention around you. I'm like, come on, stop playing. Like, that's that's not my fault. Like That's
0: that's fair, though. I get that.
1: Yeah. No, I, it happens. It seems like every girl that I want, that's their immediate response. And then they automatically think that I'm a fuck boy. And I'm like, no, just because I have a following does not mean that I'm this. Like, it, it, you almost got to. literally I tell my homeboys this. I almost took a step backwards Mm. because now I got to prove that I'm not a bad guy to girls that don't know who I am. I'm like,
0: "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd like to know how Tony Robbins knows about you to invite you to his event
1: i have no idea so did
0: you get like a dm from tony robbins an email who reaches <laughs> out how do you how does that happen
1: no nah, it was his team it was uh it. i ain't gonna say the guy's name but it was just yeah it was his team and you know tony's he's pretty cool he's tall oh my, is he yeah, he's like six six.
0: Do you only associate with men over a certain height? That's what I'm gathering from <laughs> from this.
1: <laughs> you have to be at least six foot six to talk. To <laughs> you
0: know the guys on Hannah's season were tall. Peter's pretty tall. He's like six feet. Tyler's yeah. tall. He's like six
1: two, six three. Yeah, I mean he's he's your boo. I see. I know you looked him up. I know you. Wikipedia I've talk.
0: met him. Don't worry. I've <laughs> met him. It's it's all good.
1: No. Don't worry, I met him. Don't worry, I met him. <laughs> yeah, he lives out there. Uh, yeah, I our season was pretty tall, right? We're some tall guys. I mean, Connor's the tallest six six, you know, we got some six, five, six, six, fours. fives, six six fours. Everyone seemed about over six two, except for like three people.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Including Luke and Jed. Um <laughs> Seriously. Um so obviously, you know, we've talked about it a lot on this pod, and I know that you have as well. I'm just curious, like with everything that's going on with the show right now, and obviously Rachel, um, not Lindsay, Rachel Kirknell, sort of you know she has this racist past and she posted an instagram last night kind of beginning to atone and sort of lead the way on learning and you know I think this season's like so unfair to matt and I really feel for him I'm curious how you felt while you were in production and I know that you've talked about this so I apologize for making you rehash it again but I'm just curious like has watching this season unfold um sort of highlighted any part of your experience that you feel like wasn't captured and, and I mean that like negatively like like was there like a you know as like as a black man like did you feel like their experience wasn't fair to you in some way because it definitely seems like it hasn't been fair to the women of color this season.
1: Uh I like the way that you asked that because I think that the English language is pretty dope depending on the way you ask questions it dictates the way someone can answer it. Right. So I appreciate that. I think I feel bad for Matt T on front. Like a lot of this crazy shit is not his fault and
0: yeah, definitely yeah, not. Yeah,
1: it's just like, damn, bro. Um, that's first and foremost. And then I would say there's a lot of microaggressions that we may have that we don't necessarily know that we have. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be succinct and direct, but then I want to explain it like this. So to answer your question succinctly, no, I didn't feel like there was something out against me. I didn't feel like I had a less of a shot at you know getting a chance with Hannah. Quite honestly, I, I, would, I did shit that I'm trying to get noticed and trying to get her attention so nobody can stop me from doing that I will say though that I think after the show you have I mean you can look at Matt's season right now Uh, I did an article with E! News and like three of the four girls that are Matt's season are black and they have literally a fifth of the following that Rachel has Right? so
0: messed up yeah it's crazy
1: I don't give a damn what no one says that's like clear indication that there's something going on. Right. Um, I just don't care cause the numbers don't lie per financial advisor saying that. Right. <laughs> um, and, but that's like the fans. And I think that the show, you know, has cultivated an audience, but at the same time, it's still the fans. And then, but strictly being on this show, my only thing was like, does Hannah even like black guys? That's something that white people don't really have to think about mm-hmm. and Again, that's just a fact, <laughs> you know, um, which that's not Hannah's fault. It's not my fault. It's, it's just something that in my upbringing, I've had to, to deal with and think about, which that's not the show's fault. That part isn't the show's fault, but something that the show did, no, it wasn't nothing that I felt like, you know, they're withholding X, Y, Z from me.
0: hmm hmm I mean, I'm glad to hear that. I also just been thinking about my own bias when I was like, when I was like, Mike shouldn't be the bachelor, I was like, and he didn't, I was like, cause he didn't get enough screen time. And I was like, well, that's not his fault. You know, it's like that's a decision (laughs) made in post-production that he has nothing to do with and, and everything. And so it's just like, it's just so shitty to watch the show now, like knowing everything we know that Matt didn't know at the time. And I think that for me, that's the hardest part of like continuing to watch just this season. What didn't Matt know? Well, he didn't know everything about Rachel. He didn't know everything about oh, her family. and
1: oh, oh, about Rachel. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, definitely
0: so. Yeah, like that definitely he so. didn't know. So, like, watching her, him meet her family was just, like... It's just, like, this, like, imbalance of, like, what we know versus what like, he knows going into it. And it just been... Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's just been, like, a... It just really sucks.
1: It does. I... I smile now because I I can't help but think if I was a bachelor, I would have brought such a different world to people's listeners and viewers screens and TV screens. It would have been so different.
0: I wish we had seen it. I wish we had seen it. Also we all would have learned a lot about our finances, I think. So and how how to manage them.
1: Uh, My mom, my sister, my grandma don't give two craps that I know finances.
0: (laughs) What was it like for your family to watch you on the show?
1: Um, my 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 uh, paternal grandma, she was the reason I went on Paradise. The only reason I went on Paradise was because of her, and she was in a hospital, and her nurse was saying like, "Yo, she's only happy when she sees you on TV." So that was awesome, and I was like, "Okay, I got to do Paradise right." But then my sister, uh, that girl, she would like Facetime me, and I, I have a rule: with my sister, she's the only person in the entire world I will always answer, no matter what. I don't care. If I'm on this podcast, like my sister, she gets, you know, everything because something could be wrong. And she, when I got out of the show, i will be like taking a shit and she would FaceTime me and I answer it and she's at dinner with like 40 girls and like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> so She would take advantage of stuff like that, but uh, that's pretty much it. My mom is the exact same. My grandma, exact same. My dad, same.
0: That's great. Yeah. And are they all still in the Dallas area, your family?
1: Uh, my dad is in Atlanta, huh. and my my mom is in Dallas. Yeah, my nice. sister's in North Carolina. Yeah, uh, so we're all spread out
0: all over the South. Kind of. Do you yeah. consider Texas the South, or is it just Texas?
1: It's just Texas. Mm. And, and I'm not. I'm not just a Texas saying that. Like when I go to Louisiana, or Arkansas, you know, that's the South. Mississippi, that's the South. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> like um, Florida,
1: Florida isn't the South.
0: I think Florida's more borderline than Texas. I'm having obviously not been in either i mean i've been to both but i've never lived in either but like in my sure. mind florida at least north florida is more similar to the south than i think texas is
1: N- north part. florida yeah i'll give you north florida
0: yeah i mean like obviously miami area is different but i don't know it's just just my two cents i haven't been to north florida in a very long time but you know it's just my opinion
1: I, I would say go to delray over miami
0: okay good to know Interesting. I don't know if I'll be going to Florida anytime soon, but I'll I'll keep that in mind. (laughs) It's not really high on my list of places to go.
1: You've given me things to look up. I've definitely (laughs) looked them up. You know, I got behind her eyes right here.
0: Thank you. You're, I know you're going to like it. What else are you reading? I would like to know more about that.
1: Uh, to be quite honest, I'm reading a book. Well, I just finished a book called, uh, she comes first by Ian Kerner. Cool. Um, It's a book about, uh, (laughs) how to please your woman. Um, I'm reading another book called The Girl Boner. It's, uh, it teaches you know, women empowerment. And so uh, those are two books I'm reading right now.
0: Is a woman boner specifically sexual or just like more in life?
1: No, it's sexual. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when you say women empowerment, that's like corporate lingo for like, that's why I was well, asking. Well,
1: literally the words on the book, it says sexual empowerment. But gotcha. It says, <laughs> yeah, it says the, way, the word empowerment, it does say. But I also gotcha. have like, I got Ben Higgins' book right here.
0: Nice. Nice. <laughs> you know, Alone
1: in plain sight. So, uh, everyone who will
0: pick that up, shout out to Ben. He's a good man. guy.
1: He's, ben is awesome. Yeah. Like, I love ben. He's yeah, a great Ben's, guy. Ben's fantastic.
0: He really is. Um, so, what else do you have cooking? Like, what's next for you?
1: Um, I, the TV show will drop. I have.
0: Where some, is that going to some... drop? YouTube?
1: No, I think I want to, like, I'll probably, you know, do like the texting thing. And the texting platform is just sending the people directly to their cell phones. And oh. then I just, I'll like give them like a survey, like a five question survey so I can get feedback. Cool. And from that feedback, I'll know if I should invest more money into it. And like, you know, make it 22 minutes long, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And <laughs> and throw it from there. Because quite honestly, right now, it's just a, a passion project because I I genuinely am tired of people, you know, feeling down about themselves. And so I'm trying to create something I wrote a book about it, you know, trying to do a TV show about it, you know, just help people love themselves more.
0: Nice. That's awesome. And of everything you're doing right now between Taste on Fox podcast, learning about women's sexual empowerment, like what's your favorite <laughs> thing that you're currently doing that you want to do more of?
1: Travel. I think it's great. <laughs> I was actually telling my homeboy last night. Cause I'm like looking at a, uh, buying some laundry mats and what I was, okay
0: uh, oh laundry mats! Telling... <laughs> like is it a business investment sorry Like, meant like laundry mats like to like stand on while doing your laundry sorry that's not oh, weird no no not not weird <laughs> no. okay
1: like no <laughs> um no not at all seriously so a
0: bi- a business investment got it carry correct. on
1: <laughs> but i was telling him what i was reading and he was telling me what he was reading and we both said that you know what I'm reading you know the two books I'm reading in the subject matter it helps me to have more empathy and it helps me to, you know, lessen microaggressions that I may have or may not have had. And so when I become, you know, a laundromat owner or a hotel owner, uh, I may be able to speak to my team and be able to understand them better, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what books I read, it could be Ben's book, Alone in Plain Sight, or, you know, one of my books, uh, Making Love You Want, or whatever the case may be. And so that's pretty dope in that aspect.
0: That's I don't know awesome. why you like that. <laughs> Mike's <laughs> waving his hands. You guys can't see it, but he's doing it. Um, it was really great to, to finally meet you and have you on the show. Thank you so much for doing it. I hope you'll come back and um, you know, next time you publish something or you got a new show coming up, anything you want to, to plug, you know, you're welcome to return or for no reason at all.
1: I, I, I like to do it for no reason at all. And just see you. Thank Can you. Do that?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: So from, from our time today, Mm -hmm. has your perception of me changed in any way definitely
0: yes definitely i think that you would have been a great bachelor and i also like i'm interested in all of your in all of your um endeavors and enterprises you got like a lot going on i think that's really cool but like that that also like speaks to why i was like peter will be good because they like really played up the pilot nature and i like, I, I don't know what this is, but I've become like obsessed with people on The Bachelor, like actually like having jobs and careers. And like, I, I feel like I like the people who, who have clear jobs. Like I was really like, I interviewed Dr. Joe and Ivan and with both of them, I was like very curious about like, how are you able to take time off? Like, what was it like going back to work? Like, just, I'm very interested in like what people do to fill their time. And I feel like if we had known more about like how curious you are and and everything that you get into, like that would have been great to learn about. So
1: it says financial advisor.
0: I, <laughs> I know, but they didn't true. say, but they didn't talk about it at all. They focused way more on being in the air force as like your backstory than gotcha. being a financial advisor. Don't you think?
1: Gotcha. I didn't even watch every episode that I was on. So I really don't. Know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just, it,
0: it also says for brie like communications manager and like that's not even like really it's never been touched on once although she just talked about quitting her job but like i don't know i just i'm a weirdo man i just say like not a people's jobs <laughs> i just like interested in how people spend their time um
1: good. i will say my managing director i asked him about the show he said you better go because he's like a diehard fan nice so I was like, all right bro down nice. <laughs>
0: Mike, it was great to talk to you. Have a great weekend. Um, Check out Mike's podcast. And uh, I'll be back on Monday.